There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, Albie. Let me tell you something. You I'm know, beginning I thought- to rethink that sending the kids back to school would be a energy saver. Yeah. Oh, today was a tough one. That was tough. And by the way, I was assaulted today. First, I, this was going to be the big, big news. Was I, I was attacked by a bee, a small <laughs> bee, unprovoked. I was walking in the street, Alice, and the bee attacked me and started stinging me in the arm and I like smacked it and it fell to his death now let the record show by bee you don't necessarily mean a bee it was a, something stinging me I mean what else flies and stings that's all wasps I know. hornets oh, well, yellow jackets well, it's one of those yeah but that's not bees why does my phone say SOS that means you um don't have signal like except for an emergency I think why would it be like that Aren't I in Massachusetts? I don't know. Do you not have, do you have, like, your, is, is it an airplane mode or something? I don't know. Why am I, why am I doing your phone? Like, well, I use my phone for the show, and I, this is, I've never had it say SOS in my house. But oh, I'm doing my phone. I'll tell you why I'm doing my phone. Because okay. Because this was on, today I climbed 16 floors, Alice. Okay. I want you to guess uh, the number of steps. It was during my second round of walking today that this mm-hmm. thing stung me. Walking in the middle of the street. I'm not, If I'm walking in the middle of the street, it doesn't like live in the middle of the street. So it was unprovoked. It makes no sense why it would... It reminds me of like the first or second episode I ever did of The Burn Barrel and talked about animals being a-holes. There's no reason why, why he had to sacrifice himself for this cause. It makes no sense. I was taken back and I was... I'm sure if you were watching me, somebody was like, oh my god. Uh, guess how many steps? 18,000 steps. Incorrect, Alice. 23,340. Wow, that's a lot of steps. Guess how many miles that is? Um, Ooh, the math nerd in her does not want to get this wrong. 11.6 miles. 12.3, very close. 16 okay. floors. But at around mile uh, 9, I was stung by the speed. Just makes no sense. I just don't know... 
I don't know why this bee decided to make it the day that it would try to annihilate me at the price of its own <laughs> self. A- animals are making less sense to A me. lot of those, like, waspy, hornady ones, they're, like, very determined. They'll go, they'll keep going after you. So if he thinks that you're an enemy for some reason, he'll, like, they'll... So that's his street. Whose street? His street. <laughs> I guess so. And we now have wasp nests in He's the back of the, ho- in the house matter. as well. Yeah, yeah, I didn't make an entire show topic out of the fact that when we had the neighbor kid over, our kid took her out to play on the slide with him and she was attacked by wasps that I don't know, but apparently have a nest out there near our slide and got three wasp stings and I killed like four of them on her and got stung myself too. That is incredible. That yeah. is incredible. They followed her into the house, but that's they what I'm saying. Her into those, those They're bastards. determined. Yeah, she. I killed four alive ones that were on her, following her when she came running, crying into the house. That's terrible. I've had that happen. You know, when I, my my brother and uh, an unnamed neighbor, mm-hmm. I don't think forced, but maybe coerced or tricked you, tricked me into, or suggest. Uh, so it gave me a wiffle ball bat and told me to beat up a big wasp nest, uh, you know, the size of a mm-hmm. basketball, and I did. And f- first there was nothing, and then there was everything, and they followed me. They were all over me and followed me right into the house. Well, who knew? i calling for the eradication of bees again, and I don't need to honey that bad. I don't care. I want them gone. Not bees. All of them. All no, of them. the bees are Anything fine. Anything that, that flies and stings needs to go. And there's a lot of wasps that are predators for, like, other things, you know. For, like, what things? For, like, those worms that eat your, uh, that eat your uh, collard greens. Oh. Oh. Yeah, we never even got to eat collard greens, even though they're, they're, they're like, big because they have holes in them. And I don't want to, like, share my collard greens with these <laughs> worms. Who knew? No more collard greens. We never even get, so we, neither of us have really ever had any. I think they're like a cabbage-related worm, and they probably come from, from what I was reading, from related plants around. Like, there's a lot of wild lettuce in, like, the weeds and wild patches around here. Probably stuff like that. Yeah. Just saying. Anyway, so, that's your wasp story. Good story. And attacked um, you in the street. Attacked me in the street. No, no, um, unprovoked totally. By the way, just maybe so, it knew I asked you to destroy the wasp nest in our yard. Bill Ricca's message. Mm-hmm. His, uh, you know, they've got the newborn. Is that yeah. his first? Second. Second. Okay. So now he's, so he's been there before. Um, and, and our kids today have been terrible. Our two... But I do think the jump from one to two kids is like one of the biggest jumps. Oh, of course it is. No doubt about that. But I'm just saying that our kids today have been not good. Um, our two youngest ones have been at each other, and then uh, oh, just it's no. It's been a long day. There's a lot of school stuff. There's a lot of taking care of various things for various people and forms, and everybody wants money. All the school things for like sports and fundraisers and school pictures and whatever, and kids need me to sign stuff and send things back to teachers and fill out forms with their health insurance information and and then they're mm. also trying to kill each other at the same time yeah so oh and there's just just bad stuff it's yeah it's been a draining day but the good thing it's is it's been a draining two first days of school we've already missed the bus once so that's good yes <laughs> wouldn't want things to go <laughs> one out of two the good thing is this alice oh yeah, well, yeah by the way you guys next wednesday um september 13th 
Alice and I will be at Awaken 180 Weight Loss in Cromwell from 4 to 6 p.m. Um, and we'd love to see you there. If you live down there, there obviously, you don't have to hike all the way down there. But, but if you're down in, in, in Cromwell, Connecticut, that's where we will be. And mm-hmm. uh, we'd love to see you. So uh, please uh, come on out. All right. So the big stuff. Let me roll through some of this audio, Alice, because it's really all over audio. Hunter Biden is going to be is going to be um, indicted that tonight. The special counsel in the Hunter Biden investigation has told a judge today he plans to indict Hunter Biden before September 29th. It's the latest outgrowth of the collapse of a plea deal that would have allowed the president's son to escape punishment for a gun charge. So I'll continue playing this, but I'm not buying this horse bleep at all. Well, Th- it's this guy just Weiss a gun is charge, reversing right? himself now. Like he couldn't do it before. Suddenly, oh my goodness, the gun charge! Like he was going to broom him. Now we've caught them. What should happen is Weiss should be in handcuffs. Is what should happen. Because we've caught them colluding. We caught him giving away brooming hunter's charges. Right. And since the judge read it out loud and said, wait, isn't this wrong? And Weiss start, you know, you, you know, started to fold. They, uh, It's now back on. But this is so BS. This freaking Justice Department sucks. Correspondent David Spont has details tonight. Good evening, David. Brett, good evening. You know, this was tucked into the third page as kind of a surprise nugget in this court filing, this routine court filing filed just a few hours ago. Special counsel David Weiss plans to indict the first son before the 29th of September. The exact charge is unclear. This update appeared on the docket for the pending felony gun charge. Hunter is accused of misdemeanor lying on a federal gun form when checking no to a question about substance abuse. One of Weiss's top prosecutors, Leo Wise, wrote the following to Judge Mary Ellen Norica. Thus, the Speedy Trial Act requires that the government obtain the return of an indictment by a grand jury by Friday, September 29th. At the earliest, the government intends to seek the return of an indictment in this case before that date. As part of the plea agreement that fell apart on July 26th in Delaware, Hunter would have entered into a diversion agreement that would have helped him avoid jail time on this gun charge in return for Biden's promise not to buy another gun and to consent to entry into a background check system. Hunter Biden's attorneys say the diversion agreement was signed and they will act like it's still in effect, Brett. Writing late this afternoon, Biden has and will continue to follow the agreement which the U.S. Attorney's Office agreed and signed and informed the court on July 20th that the probation office had agreed to and had recommended to be put into effect. Brett, also unclear where this indictment would be filed. And remember, the separate tax violations are also on the table, according to special counsel David Weiss. Technically, he dismissed those last month, but that means likely he's going to refile them. He indicated he could refile those in California, where Hunter Biden lives, or here in Washington, D.C. Yeah, so there's two tracks. What's happening there legally, and then the investigation continues on Capitol Hill. Absolutely. So, obviously, I want the stuff that leads to Joe. That's what I want. I, I, I mean... This Weiss, I don't trust him. Uh, maybe now he's been scared straight. I don't know. But this this whole thing has been effing backwards. He was busted trying to pull something off on us. And only now, now that it's been exposed, is he going forward with this stuff. I, I trust nobody. Obviously, the gun charge is a no-brainer. Of course he lied in the federal form. I mean, what do we... It, 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 they need... The special counsel stuff needs to go... To the old man, we need to be investigating the IRS stuff, 
payments to the family, payouts, the $18 million, whatever it was, why kids were getting money wired, which I couldn't even imagine how to do. All right. of this stuff. I mean, or even, like, what about the paintings right now? Right. Like, it's clearly influence peddling. It's clearly corrupt. Like, obvious. I, I mean, the whole thing is so bad, and I think this is part of why they're continuing to come out with polling that shows that Trump absolutely can and might beat Biden in 2024 if he's on the ballot. Now, is part of that that the press likes to puff Trump up a little bit during the primaries so that they can then sabotage him during the general? Like, I do think that's part of it, Um, you know, because they did that in 2016, and I think that they would do that again. But... Uh. But, you know, I, I I do think Trump can beat Biden in the general election, possibly in 2024. And, and I think that a big problem is that a lot of the things that the left wants to point to with Trump to say that he's corrupt, you know, and, and he mixes his business with um, with his political influence and his kids are profiting from his political influence. They like to say that about Ivanka and stuff. You know, a lot of that can also easily be said about Joe Biden. And and I think that people see through that a lot and so it makes it it makes it a much more um much more of an election where people just pick their team, you know? Mm-hmm. You're giving me a choice between two corrupt people who sell influence in Washington DC through their kids. And you know, so it, at the end of the day, I'm going to pick the one that I agree with on policy roughly speaking. Right. Give me my crook, not yours. So, I mean, I definitely think it's possible. There also continues to be polling that shows that Trump continues to solidify his lead in the Republican primary. Okay. So while I wouldn't say that it's necessarily like over, over, because this is clearly like an unprecedented weird year and situation and candidate and everything else. Like I... I mean, I have trouble seeing how we get to another candidate at this point. Actually, believe it or not, yesterday, after the podcast, when I was picking up the trumpet, as we talked about. Yes. Um, Speaking of Trump. Uh, I saw my first Nikki Haley bumper sticker in the wild. Oh, my goodness. On a pickup truck, of all things. Oh, my goodness. So somebody out there is a pickup truck driving Nikki Haley supporter, which I... I'm astonished but i mean like first of all i thought all pickup truck drivers like 99 percent voted for trump anyway so that was just like my starting yes. point assumption um but yeah I, w- I was confused by that so if you're the nikki haley supporting pickup truck driver i would love to hear from you and know <laughs> more about your life and why you like nikki haley enough because i mean like it takes a lot to put a bumper sticker for a politician on your car don't you think like especially in a primary where yeah, there's like well i mean especially well is it was it a new hampshire plate or a mass plate mass yeah well especially actually like anybody in mass if you're a republican well you influence the primary like we have delegates to the convention just yeah, like no, anybody I get else it. but like i mean i keep hearing about how well nikki haley's doing in polls and i just don't know any and you know i I see normie people saying that she won the debate, but I yes. just like, I don't know a lot of people personally that are like, yeah, Nikki Haley. She's so awesome. Like I, 
I don't get it, so I'm really curious about it, and I want to know more. I don't get it either. She's utterly boring. Did you direct anyone to move the boxes, Mr. President? Did you tell anyone to move the boxes? I don't talk about anything. You know why? Because I'm allowed to do whatever I want. I come under the Presidential Records Act. I'm not telling you. You know, every time I talk to you, oh, I have a breaking story. You don't have any story. I come under the Presidential Records Act. I'm allowed to do everything I did. If you have to go to trial, will you testify in your own defense? Oh, yes, absolutely. You'll well, take well, the stand. I that, I would, that I look forward to, because that's just like Russia, Russia, Russia. That's all the fake information from Russia, Russia, Russia. Remember when the dossier came out and everyone said, oh, that's so terrible, that's so terrible. And then it turned out to be it was a political report put out by Hillary Clinton and the DNC. They paid millions for it. They gave it to Christopher Steele. They paid millions and millions of dollars for it. And it was all fake. No, I think that obstruction charge is going to get to trial, Mr. President. I I think that. Okay, if you do, and they ask you on on the stand, did you order anyone to move boxes? How will you answer? I'm not answering that question for you, but I'm totally covered. There we go. That means he's listening to his lawyers at least a little bit. (laughs) At least a tiny bit. So um, did you see the reporting, by the way, that they have voice memos from his attorneys at the time who he was working with? Um, when he when they were telling him to respond to the subpoena um, about the boxes, no, that um, they have voice memos of the attorney saying at the time, like making notes to himself, saying like we just asked Trump to make sure to give us. I mean, I it's obviously like CYA voice memos to yourself right. at the time, but you know, like we just asked Trump, we just tried to convince him to comply with the subpoena, and he keeps asking not to. And, um, you know, we told him they're going to issue a warrant to come for these boxes. And he, you know, didn't want to do it. And he said he didn't want to comply. And, the, you know, so they're, they were clear, clearly trying to cover themselves that they were at least trying to give Trump the right advice about, like, giving of the boxes. And he didn't want to give up his boxes and whatever. I mean, my feeling is that... Um, I think that the classified documents case is like one of the most dangerous for Trump legally. Right. Um, I don't. Um, and let me tell you, and this may, might be a why right here. Tales coming out of this very historic first televised hearing in the Georgia election case. But we also have breaking news in the federal, the federal classified documents case down in Florida. One of the key players has just flipped against former President Trump and is now cooperating with the special counsel Jack Smith's office. That according to the former defense attorney for Mar-a-Lago IT worker Yusil Tavares, who, who says Tavares has agreed to testify in the case and in exchange he will not repeat not be prosecuted. Both Tavares and Carlos de la Vieira, the club's property manager, were initially suspected of giving false testimony after denying allegations that they tried to erase incriminating security camera footage. So there we go. Yeah, and I mean, and some of this is going to happen in the Georgia case as well, which is why they indicted the 18, quote, co-conspirators here, is because some of these people are going to testify to stuff that may or may not have happened um, in order to get better sentences for themselves. 
Yes, oh, so they're going to say Trump told me to do X, Y, Z. Well, yes, and that's how it works, right? Right, of course. So, I mean, the thing that's bad about the Georgia one is that nobody can pardon him. Like, if he gets convicted, he's just screwed. Like, I, I don't know what to do about that. Um, you, uh, by the way, had some local news on the Trump taking Trump off the ballot front today on your Connecticut show. Yeah, they're doing it in Connecticut and another state, too. And now there's a group in D.C. who's going to try to do it in every, every, every state. Yeah, uh, no doubt about that. Well, in, well in, in Connecticut, it was particularly interesting because the chairman of the state party essentially gave the wink, wink, nod, it's fine with us uh, if they keep him off. They said we should let the courts uh, adjudicate it. And if you get the... If you get the I mean, if you get the uh, chairman of your state party saying, well, you know, we'll let the courts figure it out, rather than saying you we absolutely should allow voters a chance to vote for the person they want to, uh, then, you know, some it's just it's just rotten. Just like the mass Republican Party now is useless. It's just useless. I have no time for any of them. Yeah, Unless I mean, they pay me. <laughs> um, and it's... It's obviously in states like Connecticut or Massachusetts, it doesn't really matter if Trump's on the ballot for the general election because he's going to lose those states anyway. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there are some states where it does matter. But like I've said, I think the backlash against that is going to be so massive that it's going to cause them more problems than not. Well, it also allows between that and if they put him in jail, it allows half the country to be part of the most unlikely legendary political and maybe historic stories on of the during the lifespan of this country i mean if you thought you felt good about joining the market basket uh, protest imagine pushing back in supporting this guy who all this whole powerful uh in, institution is trying to destroy him in every secretaries of state and these prosecutors and this and that, it, it's like you make you in a sense you make the the adventure in voting for Trump even more of a movement and something that's got a lot of spiritually spiritual connective tissue between people. Mm -hmm. I just worry that then what's going to happen is people are going to do January sixth stuff again and like with January sixth, then a bunch of prosecutors are going to arrest them all and throw them in jail too. Well, undoubtedly, but Alice. There comes a time, if they keep the guy off of the ballot mm -hmm. and throw him in jail. Yeah, which could then, easily happen. Right. Well, then, it's not like January 6th anymore, because January 6th was something that was happening inside of a flourishing democracy. If they do this stuff then we are not who we thought we were. Right. And I'm I, I'm sorry. I, I mean, what do we just keep letting administrative state and government and the entrenched D.C. powerful control forever? Every political race? Or they get to knock off the ones that they really hate? Like, I mean, it's it's, it's incredible to me. I had a caller today, you know, call and say, I'm a Republican and I can't, I can't understand why you'd support him. I mean, the guy stuffed with a porn star and paid her off. Like, yeah, because that's the that's the etiquette of when you're 
a rich guy who is yeah are you familiar with bill clinton by the way well it's not yeah still not the the point is like yeah that's what you do there are porn stars and escorts out there and you pay them to go away that's what people who have affairs do it's like i'm not but but telling me that this is some kind of unique you know unique evil not fit no the guy now is not fit the guy now has done worse stuff you can do. You can sleep with a hundred porn stars and pay them off a hundred times. And if you've lied about, you know what? You know, since you 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 want to go there, let me tell you what's worse than that. What's worse than that? Paying all those porn stars off, and this is worse than this. That this is a Barack Obama one week after Benghazi. Ambassador to Libya, uh, killed in an attack on the consulate in Benghazi. Right. Um, uh, is this an act of war? Are we at war now? No. What, what I, happens here? Well, here's what happened. You had a video that was released by uh, somebody who lives here, uh, sort of a shadowy character, who, who is extremely... I believe he's an American. Yeah. Shadowy character. Somebody... You had a video for somebody who lives here. Right, what he's doing right now, this is all... Whole cloth a lot. Mm-hmm. And they knew it. They knew that who attacked us. They knew it was a terrorist attack. They saw it coming. They were ID'd as terrorists. These Benghazi attack was not, was not a, about a video. Extremely offensive video directed at the, uh, at Muhammad and Islam. Making fun of the Prophet Muhammad. Megan, making fun. No, what you had here was a bunch of savage terrorists went and killed a bunch of Americans. Yeah. But he's saying what you have here is a video. He's already 20 seconds into it. Mm-hmm. A video had nothing to do with it. One of the Prophet Muhammad. And so uh, this caused great offense uh, in much of the Muslim world. Uh, but what also happened was extremists and terrorists uh, used this as an excuse uh, to uh, attack uh, a variety of our embassies, including the one, uh, the consulate in, in Libya. And the, the that is not true. Yeah, we know that it's not true now. Oh, we Yes, but he knew then, too, Right. that it wasn't true. This lie is a more bloody hands, uh, blood in his hands lie than Trump. He can sleep with, screw everybody in the porn industry and pay them off. What this guy did in office is freaking criminal. The irony is, is the ambassador, Chris Stevens, uh, he was the person who was first in Libya and helped to uh, advise us in liberating Libya from Muammar Gaddafi. By the way, and let's just listen to this. What the uh, uh, irony was, he was the first one to help liberate. There's, that's not the irony of anything. The yeah. irony is you were effing asleep when all this happened, and somehow Hillary Clinton was in charge of it. But the play-by-play. The former dictator there. And, uh, as offensive as this video was, uh, and obviously... We've denounced it, and the United States government had nothing to do with it. Uh, that's never an excuse for violence. What a weaselly word, uh, double speak, fork tongue POS this guy is. So I don't want to hear about Donald Trump and how, oh my goodness, he paid off porn stars. Who cares? I don't care if he if he stiffed his, guy, his cabinet makers either. I don't care. That. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That's what I care about. I care about this guy who's in office right now taking bribes mm-hmm. from countries. I, there's a great uh, piece in the Wall Street Journal that I... Or telling us, by the way, that they got the guys who did the Abbey Gate bombing, too, when it wasn't them right. either. In putting a whole family on ice. And then said, yep, yeah, it was a pretty clean hit. Okay. And how about this one? This is in the Wall Street Journal. Chinese gate crashers at U.S. bases, bases spark espionage concerns. Washington has tracked about 100 incidents involving Chinese nationals trying to access American military and other installations. Chinese nationals, sometimes posing as tourists, have accessed military bases and other sensitive U.S. sites as many as 100 times in recent years, according to U.S. officials, who described the incidents as a potential espionage threat. Defense Department and FBI and other agencies held a review last year to try to limit these incidents, which involve people whom officials have dubbed gate crashers because of their attempts, either by accident or intentionally, to get onto U.S. military bases and other installations without proper uh, authorization. They range from Chinese nationals found crossing into U.S. Missile range, U- missile range in New Mexico to what appears to be scuba divers swimming in murky waters near a U.S. government rocket launch site in Florida. How come I'm hearing about this from the Wall Street Journal, but not the administration? How come I'm hearing the administration say, oh, it's a safe balloon, don't worry about the balloon, we can't shoot the balloon down over, over land, there's nothing balloon, it's just a weather balloon, and then blow, blast the balloon once it's away, once it took all the pictures and got all the information. I mean, it seems to me that we're letting China do a whole bunch of stuff, and this president got a whole bunch of money from China, from the Chinese Communist Party, for his family. Right. So... That's what I care about more than porn stars or, you know, who gives a freaking damn. Trump has done nothing or Trump's boxes. He has done nothing compared to what this guy has done. And like freaking. And, and I was like, it got into the Obama thing because the Tucker thing is out with mm-hmm. the gay guy, and whatever, which seems like a really unnecessary deep dive for Tucker. It could have taken four minutes. OK, well, that's kind of interesting. Obama's gay. Who cares? The, the guy seems credible to me who talked about it. Um, it, but who cares? Doesn't well, so two things about it. One, I like I've heard snippets like while you were listening to it, or there's like various little clips of it going around or whatever. And but, and it's it's fine. It is what it is. I maybe Obama is gay. I don't know. Um, but I don't like. I don't really care. First of all, and I don't like have the desire to hear about his like gay sex crack life right like i feel like i'm soiling my mind with it and i don't want to know Tucker got cute with it which i did hear that so you were left with a bad taste in your mouth Uh, something yeah yeah it's like okay yeah uh i mean i get it but i don't need i like don't need that in my life but what i do care about and i think the reason why it's interesting and why it will be interesting to see if anything does come of it is because it is like one piece of the thing with they came out with that girlfriend's letter 
mm-hmm. um, where he had said he fantasized about men and stuff. What I'm interested in is seeing if it actually turns out to be true and how the media will pivot then when that happens. Well, it is interesting how you just absolutely weren't allowed to ask questions when it came to Obama. You weren't mm-hmm. allowed to. I mean, there there are still pictures out there of that promotional thing for his first book, Kenyan Born, it says, um, and you you weren't allowed to. You're not allowed to ask these questions. That's yeah, racist. so that, like, that's where it, it's going to start to interest me is if the media starts to talk about him being bisexual or whatever um, and starts to say, like, the regular media. Something looks like it shouldn't be in your mouth. What is it? Why are you sh- swallowing that? What's in your mouth? Um, what was that? That was like multiple colors. Um, blue and pink. Something blue and pink was in your mouth? Was it food? Uh, yeah. Was it from the floor? It was floor? what? It was from the floor. Don't eat stuff Don't off eat the floor. Don't eat food off the floor. I saw him like pulling dog hair out of his mouth. This is a perfect snapshot. Don't eat stuff on the floor. Our other son th- this morning pulled out clothes from the dirty hamper to wear as his clothes for today. It's been that's has been it, that's exactly what today has been. I don't know. I don't like anyway. Um, so I don't like I I don't care about the Obama stuff in that sense. Like I don't no. care what he was up to, like stuff like that, and I don't really want to hear it. But he I but a I very am interested in bad person. But I am interested in seeing if it turns out that we do a completely new narrative on Obama starting in the next year or two. Yeah, well, right? all you so need that, to know that is that Matt Taibbi talked about all the people in the back of his press plane, all the reporters in 2008, getting pictures with him and posting the pictures on the back of the plane where in their seating section. They were in love with mm-hmm. Obama. Yeah, so, I, I mean, Cyril's I don't know. Working. But like you say... Like you say, one does get to the point of like, who cares about the um. Yeah, now you should be able to put a new one in, Sarah. Go ahead, try. Um, just don't pull the wires out. Um. But like you say, there's so many other ways that the government screws with you, that, like, it's hard to care about the what they're doing in their private lives type of stuff, even if the media does lie about it and cover for them and all this stuff, that. You know, it, there's so much that the government does that's... Wow, that's a lot of time on there. Wow. Ooh. Oh, Sally made you pizza? Ooh. Okay. Um, so, one of these things is, did you see the Airbnb law that New York is passing? No. So, basically, you know, we know that governments city and state governments freaking hate all these things like uber and airbnb and yeah they passed this thing in in massachusetts a little while back right um i don't know about this particular one because this airbnb this is new york city only and they're limiting it to um it has to be you have to be present when you're renting your space no more whole unit rentals okay so you can like rent your spare room but you have to be there you can't rent your whole unit to somebody and not be there you have to be 
registered, you have to be present when the people are going, no whole unit rentals, and a maximum of two guests. That's lame. So it's going to close, like, all Airbnbs, basically. That sucks. But New York is so freaking difficult, too, to, to afford. Yeah, and, I mean, so... <laughs> I I have mixed feelings on this. One is it does kill the short-term rental market completely. Like, obviously, that's not why people get Airbnbs is to go visit apartments shared by people who live there, right? Right. Um, With only one other person. <laughs> that's, not, that's not why people get Airbnbs. That being said, like, a lot of Airbnbs in big cities are run almost like sort of lower-cost hotels, basically. Right. Where... A big company has bought up a whole bunch of apartment buildings and, you know, is is running them like a management company is running them. It's not like, you know, individual investors doing this stuff. Some of it is. But but by and large, like a lot of these big city Airbnb profits are being made by big corporations, not like regular people, too. Yes. So, I mean, in that sense... I suppose you could come at it like the same way you come at people being upset that like BlackRock buys all these single family homes and stuff and then rents them or whatever. You know, it it is part of that same phenomenon a little bit. But um but you know, overall I feel like it's just the government screwing with people. Just trying to make life difficult. Oh, totally. Or wanting like, a piece of the action and saying if you think that you're mm -hmm. gonna, because I, I, I assume. Well, in this particular case, I mean, you, so you are gonna have to register. You are gonna have to, you know, pay them. I assume some amount. Um, but so, so that is a piece of it. But, you know, it, it's not gonna be very lucrative for them because the restrictions on it mean that almost all short-term rentals and almost all Airbnbs in New York City are gonna not be legal anymore. Right, which stinks. Yeah, I mean, of course it stinks. It's the same thing like with them trying to screw with Uber. Like how you can't take the Uber from an airport terminal anymore. You know, um, you have to walk to some abandoned weird parking lot 20 minutes away. It's really like wild. I don't know. I don't know. And so I care about stuff like that. I care about people like messing with my actual life, you know. And that does mess with people's actual lives. Of course it does. Of course it does. Um, I want to get to a little bit of Corinne Jean-Pierre um, here, Albie. Mm -hmm. She got a couple of questions here and there. Uh, do you? By the way, are you up on the ADL Musk stuff? A little bit. The, little the bit. ADL guys are dirtbag. Yeah, so this has been a part of the same stuff as like the Media Matter stuff that we've talked about in the past, too, where... You know, the, these groups specifically have gone after Twitter advertisers, including the ADL, have gone after Twitter advertisers and bullied them into not spending money advertising on Twitter anymore. Um, so that's like what's hurt a lot of the value of Twitter now. Um, right, right. And here's Jonathan Green. Blah, blah. Do you see seven can days I, Can I ask a, a question? Because sure. I know this has been a critique of, 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 of your organization and, is, and of many. Were you seeking to have some kind of either role at Twitter or any kind of uh, donations made or other... In other words, a shakedown. They, they'll they shake them down, and if Twitter doesn't pay up, then they'll go after the advertisers. No! I only say that because there have been folks who've looked at these situations and felt that they were being sh you know, shaken down. Look, I think... L let, let me be honest about that, right? I think it is... Dirtbag, slimeball. Man, I'm getting slimeball vibes off this dude. Mm -hmm. ...of anti-Semitic trope to suggest ah! when Jewish people express... 
uh, a degree of outrage over anti-Semitism. Oh, wait, so that's what this is. I see. That somehow that's a shakedown because Jews are greedy. That <laughs> sounds to me... Dirtbag! I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that that is the... Occasionally you Look. hear the critique uh, among uh, not-for-profits in certain cases that are involved in certain causes that talk to companies and they you, you hear it from, from, from you know, leaders who say I feel like I'm, I hear that but you, like you my view on all of this we've talked about this before right. on this show I don't believe in and this is really to you Joe I don't believe yeah. in cancel culture I believe in council culture right. so someone right. makes a mistake you help them fix it so what we've tried to do over the years with Twitter right. with YouTube with Facebook and all of its platforms Dirtus Bagus oh my goodness I, oh I get nothing but dirt bag vibes from him. he went, went on to say like we're just a nonprofit in New York. They're a million, you know, billion dollar company. Whenever, oh man, to you know, yeah, oh, Turk bag. Uh, but Karine Jean Pierre, you say, right, Albin? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me get to these. Hang on, hang on. While you find that, um, another topic that I wanted to bring up because um, this was something that I didn't know, and the. Just a statistic of it kind of astonished me. Um, but, and especially like being pregnant, this topic intrigues me. But you hear so much about like black maternal mortality rates and like uh, black pregnant women dying more and mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. Do you know what the leading cause of death is for um, perinatal or postnatal black women? Um, so during pregnancy or in the year following pregnancy? No, I don't. It's being murdered by their boyfriends. Oh. Or husbands or whoever. Wait a Yeah, but they're not calling that... Well, but... The, they're not saying that that... They're hiding that in the mortality well, rate? Well, it's... And it's not... Perinatal and postpartum death in general are low factors, right? So, but that is the leading cause of death. Mm-hmm. That is the biggest thing that kills pregnant black women. Or, it's not, or one year postnatal black white women. Girl tears. Nope. Or police, or anything. It's being murdered by generally often other black people. So, which is really like a- astonishing to me that yes. that's true. And at much much higher rates, fifty five percent of the pregnant women who are murdered are black women. Wow. Which is, I mean, thirteen percent of the population. That's crazy. That's crazy. And the, and just to think about that and like put that in context, it's like crazy to think about that people don't and there there has been a rise in pregnancy related homicides, what there are what they call pregnancy associated homicides um, since the pandemic, just like there's been a rise in all violence, violent crime, like murder, rape, like you have in Connecticut. They're like, oh, crime is down except for the murders and the rapes. Right. right? So like. Uh, you know, pregnant, what they call pregnancy associated homicides, which are these homicides like during pregnancy or one year afterwards, they are, um, they are like the biggest leading cause of death for black women and and black women are hugely disproportionately represented in them. And it's incredible to me that that's like not a bigger story from the black lives matter crowd or any of these other people. I mean, it's, it is and it isn't right. But like the black lives matter crowd or like, the abortion crowd, too, because I and, you know, I always say this when the abortion debate comes up, but like I get a sense that 
that a lot of the abortions that are about like women's autonomy and women's bodies very often are like pushed by male significant others. Sure. Um, and that they deliberately pressure women to get abortions that they don't want. And I would not be surprised if that is a piece of the, uh, the fact that that's the leading cause of death for pregnant and postnatal black women too, is partner pressure, not wanting to be a father. Interesting. I, um, I saw like this incredible post on Quora, which I don't really know why Quora exists, but that's that like app where people ask questions. I I get emails from Random people answer them and like, I don't know. It just went on and it was somebody asking for advice saying like my girlfriend got pregnant and she won't get an abortion and like, what do I do? And all the advice was like, explain to her that she's going to be alone in the world and that you're not going to help with anything and that you're not going to be supportive at all and you're going to be terrible and that this, if she wants to go ahead with this, this is her choice and it's up to her. That's Yeah, I mean like I... I think and 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 even had like this weird like victim blaming thing about it that was like oh so many girls like you know think that you're going to they're going to change you by getting pregnant or whatever and like and you know and make you committed but you need to be very clear with her up front what the expectations are. I mean just incredible weird dark emotionally manipulative the, the stuff. The abortion uh lobby is I know it's all harsh. about the choice until it's not, right? And like you know, and even Mark Hamill had that story that was like that. Yeah. Do you remember where his whole family, him and his parents, were pressuring this poor woman to get an abortion? I, I mean, like, I don't understand, like, why? Because it seems to me, just like anecdotally from what I see out there, that, like, that seems to be a large amount of abortions. Or, yes. like, coming from partner pressure. And not because, like, women wanted to go out and get them. So I, like, find it weird and dark that we're not support more supportive of women and pregnant women in particular. And, you know, mothers who, like, need help and need protection and need to, like, get some of these scumbags who treat them this way. Like, they either need to be in prison or, you know, they- because they... they- I don't know. But like I say, it astonishes me that that's not a bigger story and a bigger like known fact that this is something that a lot of black women face when they're facing these choices mm. about, um, you know, the, the lives of their children and like dealing with domestic violence and, and like the fear of literally being murdered. Yes. Yes. It doesn't seem like a pleasant uh, living. Biden today. Lord, buddy. We explain to the press, I've been tested again today. I'm clear across the board, but they keep telling me because this has to be 10 days or something, I got to keep wearing it. But don't tell them I didn't have it on when I walked in. As a mask, uh, a little mask humor, just showing us that never really mm-hmm. doesn't really matter. It, it, but that's good because. It was always just rhetoric. It was always just sloganeering anyway. It was, there was nothing ever. But they come. keep, like, coming out and saying, Jerome Adams said, too, like, oh, the new boosters are about to be out. Got ready to go get your new booster. And I'm like, who's still doing this? Karine Jean-Pierre today. If you, if you look at what we've been able to do this, from last summer to this summer, lowering uh, gas prices by uh, by a dollar twenty cents, uh, that is uh, that is because of the work that this administration has done. And so we're always going to be focused on how what you know, what what steps we can take uh, to continue to lower prices for. 
gas prices are still way up. It's four dollars a gallon around here, mm-hmm. so it's a dollar fifty more. And than they're it on was an upward track, in. and we yes. have no more oil in the strategic petroleum reserves to release out. So there's nothing. There's no like band aid quick fix they can do to deplete the strategic petroleum reserves to bring the prices down temporarily anymore. They, oh, good. They already played that card, you know. So they're out of that. Uh, Kamala Harris is overseas, st- standing in for Joe Biden um, it, f- on talking about uh, foreign policy. I feel very strongly about um, the importance as a general matter of engaging in U.S. policy as it relates to foreign affairs in a way that we pay attention, of course, to the immediate concerns and threats if they exist, but that we also pay attention to 10, 20, 30 years down the line and what we are developing now that will be to the benefit of our country. It reminds me of when um, when me and Joe Shaka would interview people for positions. Mm-hmm. And Joe was always a very funny guy. He was the editor of the Herald. And and just talking to him afterwards, or, or sometimes it would be like an Ed Board thing. And when the person would leave, just saying like, um, what... What was the meaning of like anything that she said? Like, what what was the reason? What was that that just happened? Mm-hmm. And that's what the like. She's <laughs> Kamala Harris. Talk about Christie's line is is misused. She is AI, but she's bad AI. Yeah. I mean, you can't do. There's nothing more. God, Queen Jean Pierre had to clean up. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. When Joe Biden gave away the Medal of Honor yesterday, uh, he if you saw this, he then, uh, some tractor beam pulled him off the stage while the guy was still waiting for Joe to like say something to him. And Karine Jean-Pierre explained that now. It's a and dementia he moment. left as planned, as it was planned. Uh, he left uh, when there was a pause in the program in order to minimize to minimize his close contact with attendees uh, who are uh, who are about to participate in a reception. And uh, as you all reported that, noticed that he left uh, uh, when there was a pause in the program because, again, he wanted to minimize uh, certainly uh, uh, his impact on folks who were there. He tested negative for COVID. Yeah. Why is he minimizing? He's minimizing because his mind is gone <laughs> and he heard somebody or something calling him from somewhere else. Minimize. Alex, what's the hot sauce? The hot sauce is the Chelsea Fire Wicked hot sauce. I think we have one message. Bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked hotline. Of course. Are you ready for the message? I'm so ready for the message. I'm ready. It's 44. 44 seconds long. Okay. What I'm most disappointed about with that Fruit Loop and the Matt Walsh video is that she told people about Shashuka. Yeah. Because it was one of those beautifully well done meals that not a lot of people knew about and unfortunately people are now googling what that is and they're willing to try it which means there'll be less of that out there for people like me who've been eating it for years to have and uh you know so for that i'm completely disappointed and tom i do also agree with you she does have that aoc beauty to her and i wish she would you know maybe do a little bit more with it because she's a good looking girl Correct. By the way, Little Wing, what's LXX1V? LXX, uh, so... 74? Is L50? L50. Yeah. 74. Yeah, 74. Little Wing 74 on Twitter says, Shakshuka, 
Tom, go to the Prest Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's in the new development, the Tuscan Marketplace, I think it's called. They sell shakshuka and a ton of other dishes. I tried it there, and it was freaking delicious. I mean, that's for the All You Can Eat podcast, which we'll be recording mm-hmm. tomorrow or Friday. But, you know, fear not, Steve and Gloucester, because um, I think actually it could have the opposite effect. If more people become aware of shakshuka, it might become available more places. It looks like a winner. And I think the ingredients are pretty readily available, so I don't yeah. think you have to worry about it like running out or. And there aren't enough. Running, it sounds. It sounds almost kind of like, like a moussaka almost. I don't know what deal. that is. I don't know. It's, moussaka is Greek, but. Anyway, thank you so much um, for listening, all of you. Um, oh, you hold on! I needed to talk to you. Okay. I want to start um, doing clips on Twitter, but much like you've signed me out of ways forever so the account that i had for 13 years with the with the shield and the sword and like that has was a high uh high ranking general of ways is now gone i can't get at it back anymore it's gone mm-hmm. my um my tiktok account is gone it i can't it won't let me i can't access my old tiktok account it like it doesn't send me to it or anything and so my tiktok app now signs me in as a new account so like I have no. Control. Do you have any like notifications from the old account in your email or anything that you can? Uh, oh, I don't know. Oh, that's not a bad did idea. Did you search for it in your email? That's like, what did idea. you sign up through? I forgot, but it's, it was a while ago. But you know, it was it was essentially just most all of it was just um, chicken videos. Mm-hmm. Um, but so so should I just start a new burn barrel podcast? I guess so. I don't really approve of TikTok. I absolutely approve of TikTok. It's if it, Chinese if it, spyware. Good. It's also good for marketing. I, I heard don't my believe... guy, um, uh, John Rich, talk about it, mm-hmm. saying they use it for uh, part of my take or whatever that is at, at sure Barstool, and it's and they, it's really good. So I'm gonna start doing that. It's Chinese spyware. Okay, that's fine. Absolutely, they can't hurt our credit. I can tell you that. That is fine with me. I'm not. It's Feel not about that. Spy on me. Absolutely, I will send you my illicit pictures of Alice, <laughs> uh, Deng Xiaoping. Uh, don't worry about it. I am happy to help you. 8605. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm not the only one that's tired this week, clearly. We will make it through this week. It is going to be okay. Um, anyway, if you want to join us for live streams and stuff, that's patreon.com slash burnbarrel. The links to all the places to listen to the show are at burnbarrelpodcast.com. You can find us there. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Rumble and all the other places you like to listen to uh, podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.